Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode seven of Transformers Armada. It is Carnival. This episode was written by Rio Motohira, and the last time on Transformers Armada. Trees and plants produce oxygen needed by humans. They also help slow down global warming by converting carbon dioxide to air. Sometimes we humans forget the delicate balance we share with nature. That's going to cost us if we're not careful. So you mean if all these trees keep getting illegally chopped down? Global warming will get progressively worse, and the Earth might even become uninhabitable. What? You know, I really wish people would understand that the future of the human race depends on what we do to protect the environment today. And in this episode, there's a carnival going on at the observatory, I think. Yep, it's the science carnival. It's in town. They have one every year, I guess. Sure. Everyone's having a good time. But uh, inside the mountain at the Autobot base, the Autobots still can't get this minicon to wake up. Yeah, Carlos, again, this is the kids being weird and then yelling at each other. Carlos suggests they, I think, what, scare it and then douse it <laughs> <Yes>. with water. <laughs> and. Alexis shows up and conveniently has a bucket full of water. Yes, I'm thinking, what the fuck she got that for? But uh, first she's like, well, how would you like it if somebody did that to you? But uh, they all laugh at Carlos after that. And then it turns out she has the bucket of water because she wants them to clean up the place because of all the camping gear they lugged here the last time. And it's making the place look untidy. But a bucket of water isn't going to help with that. (laughs) Anyway, we have our opening bumper. When we come back, uh, Red Alert is repairing the base, and Optimus and Hotshot are kind of helping him with a thing called a trans accelerator. Yeah, and uh, apparently this isn't going to be done anytime soon, but, you know, Rum wasn't built in a day, so take all the time you need. And Then Hotshot tells Red and Carlos, hey, pass me that wrench on the floor beside you, and it's twice as big as both of them put together. Yeah. But they still try to pick it up because they're idiots. As much as this series tries to make jokes, yeah. uh, this one kind of worked of like, haha, I'm a trans you know, Hotshot is trying to make funny with the kids and the size difference, it works, so he picks up the ratchet or wrench, whatever it is, and spins it around like a pistol, yeah. and then I guess he has a holster somewhere. Yes, he's like, ah, I got that from an old spaghetti western, and Optimus basically tells him, stop screwing around, get back over here and help, and <laughs> Rad and Carlos just figures there's not much really we can do to help. And now we go to the Decepticons, who are doing the exact same thing, I guess. Yeah, okay, so I, I don't get this. No. Okay, so Demolisher dr- dumps a trans accelerator in front of Megatron, and then Megatron just starts calling him a klutz, and I hate you, and I never liked you, and you're adopted, and <laughs> just like, what? I, it's Cyclonus is like, oh, that's a good one, boss! Clumsy <laughs> Opie says, oh, that's a real knee slapper. So, so okay, oh, so then man. Demolisher goes to i don't know walk away he trips but it looks he trips and falls into a wall but it looks like he pushes the wall and rips it open yet apparently he just falls through it and then megatron says something to the effect of i don't ever want to see you again and walks away and then we don't see the decepticons again this episode this was like gobots caliber of (laughs) introducing something and then just never resolving it and back on Earth, back with Alexis, she and her minicon that she calls Grinder, wasn't that Carlos's one? By the way, she calls this one Grinder. They're looking for minicons on her computer, or using her computer to look for minicons, I guess. And Carlos is getting bored. He wants to take the other two minicons up to the carnival, and minicons love that idea, so they're off. But uh, Sparkplug watches them leave. I like that, that, you know, Teletran 1 wasn't powerful enough, so Alexis <laughs> yes. brought in her laptop. 
<laughs> That's how they're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so these two, they they mess up. They screw off. They go to the uh, the thing at the carnival. They arrive. And then there's a weird line where Rad's like, ah, I knew it was going on. I just totally forgot. I don't know why I'm mentioning that because it's not important. <laughs> no, and they just drive right through the whole thing on their mini cons. And then I just, just get outside it, I guess, so they can park these guys and go back and have fun. And they tell the mini cons, look, you can't transform in public. People will freak out. And, but then they hear a commotion behind them. And Sparkplug, Longarm, and Jolt are standing right there in robot mode in the middle of a group of people. Which removes any of the risk of them now transforming, but Highwire and SureShock transform. And then these two idiots go, oh, no. Oh, actually, this, okay, no, you know what? Forget that stuff. This was the beginning of me... Just getting generally annoyed at the public's reaction to robots. Yeah. There's two guys who are like, oh, look at these robots, you know, looking at Jolt and them. It's like, oh, they're just a bunch of low tech things. We've seen this before. Pre-programmed pieces of shit. That's all they are. (laughs) (laughs) And there's going to be a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, yeah, robots, whatever. We've seen robots before. But no, we haven't. (laughs) There haven't been robots walking around, not like animated, walking around the streets and being butlers and picking up groceries and stuff like that. We haven't seen robot one in these human cities yet all of a sudden everybody at the carnival is talking like they're they're everywhere yeah it's it, like it's like inanimated where yeah, they're exactly. literally everywhere doing everything yeah they're they're literally part of the furniture anyway uh so yeah high wire sure shock uh, they transform they join the crowd and everybody's cool with it and and the boys think that's worse and then in the next shot they're hanging out with the mini cons like it's nothing Oh, oh, Paul, wait, sorry. Well, dear listener, this episode kind of sucks. Uh, <laughs> if you know, didn't get that vibe from us yet, it kind of sucks. Yeah, so the minicons, they play a few games, and then the humans eat some popcorn, I guess. And now the minicons are in a parade. And what the hell is that yellow vehicle in the parade supposed to be? Like, the, the second vehicle in? Because it kind of looks like an enemy from a Mega Man game. Like, it, it has that kind oh, of really? vibe to it. Yeah. There, there's somebody... Oh, there, I know. I did remember that somebody watching the parade go, looks at the minicons and goes, Oh, they're probably just fake. What do you mean fake? <laughs> fake what? It's like it's walking and moving. It's as real as it gets. Yeah. What? What? They t- like? Wouldn't a fake robot be a guy in a suit? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, they. Uh, oh, so the the um, Rad and Carlos are talking to High Wire and Sure Shock, and then Billy and Fred, <laughs> who have. Oh yeah, we didn't mention Billy and Fred are here. <laughs> Did you notice that Fred? put ketchup on the, on the bun, bun of his, of his hot, hot dog. dog and i'm thinking all right this was a show made in a country where they put mayonnaise on pizza yeah maybe that's yeah. normal i don't want to assume but what the fuck man yeah that was one of those things there's like oh y- you tried but no the, the ketchup does not go on the bun <laughs> but, and even you know what i don't care how where you are in the world you don't put ketchup on top of the bun nobody makes a sandwich and then spreads butter on the top grilled <laughs> cheese aside you don't make a sandwich and then squirt mayonnaise on top of it <laughs> whatever um the, the the billy and fred see the minicons commercial break and when we come back the kids that were at the carnival want to play with the robots some more the, the minicons and rad and carlos tell them no it's time for them to get home for their nap they have to go back to the lab there's one kid who has some serious attitude he's like i don't need to hear this you're trying to sell me on yes. like he just he gets gets in carlos face but anyway yeah they they go to leave but then billy and fred <laughs> show up and basically call out rad and carlos on heaven transformers yeah yeah, and, well, Fred thinks, it, well, he knows they're alien robots and they're here to conquer the planet. And even Billy looks at him like, man, you're such a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there was one laugh out loud moment I had in this episode where as these two are arguing, they, they turn back to Rad and, and Carlos and they're just gone. They're leaving with the minicons. <laughs> yes. and, and Fred says, 
what do we do? And uh, Billy's like, oh, we've been calling him Billy. Vaunce. It's Vaunce. Uh, anyway, Fred says, what do we do? And Vaunce says, I'll give you one guess. And Vaunce says, to the hot dog stand. <laughs> that got a laugh out of me. But uh, yeah, Rat and Carlos go one way, but then the other minicons go the other way. And then Fred and Vaunce argue while they're jogging on the spot. Which way should we go? And like they chase after the minicons because Fred isn't going to let them destroy the world. Not on his watch. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of like this setup, and it, unfortunately they're going to just neuter it. But I like this idea of of Vaunce and Fred thinking they're saving the world <laughs> when they're really just getting in the way. That would have been a great running gag. <laughs> anyway, uh, in on all this chaos, Hotshot shows up with Alexis, who basically just scolds the boys and says, fix the problem, and then leaves. <laughs> yeah, and she knew they were here because a little bird told her, and lo and behold, it's laser beak. He flies down and lands on her shoulder. Uh, but yeah, she's like, get these minicons home yesterday, and Carlos is like, well, you do it since you have all the ideas. <laughs> now Vance and Fred have jolt-cornered, and uh, yeah, these little kids just kind of jump in between them, like, leave them alone. You're not going to hurt our new robot friend. Okay, I have a question. Why is Jolt afraid of Vaughn's and Fred? Yes, exactly. Are the Minicons not like the most powerful robots that exist in the fucking universe? But he well, plus stands there. they're a robot that's human-sized. Yeah, I don't. I do not understand the Minicons. I just don't get them. I don't get where they're coming from, man. Uh, anyway, the kids. Yeah, the kids are trying to protect Jolt, and then they go. And they run away. Yeah. Vaughn's and Fred think they've scared the kids off fred turns around and there's hot shot <laughs> yes and it's just like we're watching scooby-doo like where scooby's like just tugging <laughs> on shaggy's <laughs> shoulder but yeah when uh Vance turns around he sees hot shots in there and they just run and hide behind jolt it's like What's he going to do to help you? They're not even hiding behind him. They're like hugging him and holding on. <laughs> anyway, um, Hotshot. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Joel transforms before Hotshot can grab him and flies away with the boys. For some reason, they didn't like go on the ground. They're hanging on. <laughs> There's a, a zany, zany hijinks flying through the air. And then these two decide to let go right over a hot air balloon. Yeah. And somehow they don't slide off of that. <laughs> like. All right, fine. That, Paul, that's your problem with the episode. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> Up until then, I thought it was all right, but no. Uh, Red tells Hotshot, do something, but since apparently Hotshot can't use his weapons with people around, he has to find some other way to pop balloon yeah the, I, okay. conveniently there's some cannon nearby from like a carnival game he picks it up fires it at the balloon actually you know what this is kind of cool he fires it at the balloon transforms and ramps up conveniently the side of the la river yes <laughs> and flies into the air passes the it looks like he passes the projectile it hits it's like the a tennis balloon. ball or something yeah yeah it hits the balloon explodes the balloon and as those two fall <laughs> hot shot saves him but if you threw a tennis ball at a hot air balloon, it would not pop like a plastic balloon or filled with helium. Like, oh, no. No, uh, no. It absolutely 100% would not. But yeah, he gets hold of them, and then he calls for Jolt, who I guess is going to listen to him now, and he flies over and links up with Hotshot, so now Hotshot can fly. And, and they land safe. Yeah, I mean, all in all, that was a really great little action sequence. Um, and then, okay... Hotshot and Jolt hang out with a bunch of kids and just talk. Hey, look, I'm a cool Transformer. Hotshot does his whatever he's spinning around but like he did with the wrench the first time. Yeah. While that's going on, <laughs> Rad swears Vaughn's and Fred to secrecy. Doesn't say anything to these other kids. Yeah, or the, the entire carnival full of people that would have seen all of this happen, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. They, oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, at, at this point, I cannot 
buy even the suggestion that the Autobots could continue to operate in the shadows. I don't buy it. Oh my God. And then this bit, uh, Paul. So I want to make sure Hotshot said what I think he said. He transforms and says to the kids, not all bots are created equal and then drives away. Am I correct? Yeah, he said that. What the fuck, Hotshot? <laughs> That's really not cool. Anyway. Yeah, and now Vaughn thinks it just might have been a dream. He's telling Fred, and Fred is some stupid line. And then back in the base, Alexis is just giving the boys hell about what happened and clean up this friggin' mess. And she storms off, and Red says something about, oh, she always has to have the last word. Yeah, she's kind of overly mean. Yeah. I, mean, I know they screwed up, but she's still mean. Well, anyway, whatever. Oh, oh, then there's a, a bit where they, they look at the minicon that hadn't woken up at the beginning, and it shows a like a hologram of three minicons robot mode and they combine anyway uh, i think that's where it ends humanoid robots were a thing even when this show was new remember asimo the, the one honda made in the 2000s look it up if you want now most people will never see one in person but anyone with even the slightest interest in science dare i say that would go to a science carnival would probably know they exist and at first, everyone thinks the Minicons are just pre-programmed robots. So why did Billy and Fred freak out so bad when they see them transform? Like, it's kind of out there, but it's not that far-fetched that they could change into vehicles. If you listen to this show, chances are pretty good you have a Transformer toy or two. Now imagine the thing is human-sized that has motors, actuators, solenoids, whatever they'd be called, I don't know mechanics, in the joints. The technology to make something like that will be ridiculously complex, but it's not beyond understanding. Now later on, when it becomes obvious that the Minicons are sentient beings, and when Hotshot shows up especially, that's when it's time to freak out if alien robots are something you're worried about. And speaking of alien robots, where were the Decepticons? They were only in it for one scene that didn't even need to be there. Ooh, Demolisher is clumsy and Megatron is mad at him. Oh, that sure moved the overarching plot along. No way they could ever have worked that in. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Dipickers Podcast Show Carnival. Paul, what'd you think of this party of dumb renegade carnival and gobots was a better episode like i <laughs> did not care for this one bit yeah i have a suspicion that this will be my least favorite episode of the first half <laughs> so far <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's actually i have a suspicion that my least favorite episodes will be all the children centric ones well yeah that's, that's the thing right like they kind of just there's the decepticons okay they're gone and even the autobots are kind of out of it, it it's it, it's a kids in minicons episode really other than hotshot yeah and considering how much uh, time and focus was given to the minicons the the lack of i don't know if it's establishment if it's world building if it's continuity what but just just the people around at the carnival being like oh yeah they're just cheap robots i've seen cooler robots better robots around all the time i shit out a cooler robot than that this morning <laughs> and and but you didn't and i haven't seen your robots you you know we were talking about animated when in the episode animated did that right robots were everywhere so it wasn't mind-blowing when the autobots showed up yeah they were ubiquitous and well and then even i think someone says they must have built them at this research center like the telescope thing like why would you build robots at a radio telescope station yeah what observatory builds robots oh, whatever yeah it, this is not a great episode rio motohira i'm gonna be honest hasn't impressed me a lot yet no and they've written a lot of episodes. Anyway, <laughs> um, what's the the next one we're going to watch is uh, Palace. 
Uh, you want to see a couple kings? Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Selby. Paul's at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the transfer... Oh, oh, oh! It's Gene, Gene, the Dancing Machine!